Hi, thanks for joining us today for Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. We've been going through the Bible, looking at the Bible's important themes, its important words. Today we find ourselves looking at the word reconciliation. Now when you hear that word, you may think, oh, I need to reconcile my bank statements, checkbook, right? It's kind of an accounting term. Or maybe you think about in racial reconciliation, which is an important thing. Obviously, the Bible speaks very clearly that all men are created in God's image. And so we are all God's creatures. And racism is anathema. It is demonic. And we would, when should, and we do denounce it. But today we are looking at what the Bible means primarily when it speaks of reconciliation. And we're talking about God and sinners reconciled. That amazing truth that is put in a, by pen in the hymn, Joy to the World. We sing it at Christmas time. God and sinner reconciled. And, th- and that is the gospel. That God in Christ Jesus is reconciling sinners back to himself. We're going today to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And it's, it comes from the pen of the Apostle Paul. He talks how Christ is reconciling sinners to himself. And once you have been reconciled to God, then you receive the ministry of reconciliation. We are his ambassadors. We go out with this beautiful message that, yes, you are a sinner, but God has done something about your sin in the person and work of Jesus Christ. And you can be brought back to him, declared justified, a word we will look at later in our study, and then you can have peace with God. And Pastor Larry talked about that just recently. So let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and we'll read verse, we'll pick up in verse 18. You may want to go back and just read the entire chapter, but we're going to start in verse 18, and we'll read through the end of the chapter. All this is from God, right? And he's talking about the work in which you might want well to go back up and, and read, where Christ died for sinners. One has died for all, therefore all have died. So because all this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And so we've mentioned this before, and, and you know, it's, it's not new to us. Charles Spurgeon even said, every Christian is either an imposter or a missionary. If you know Jesus by faith, if you know the forgiveness of sins that only comes through Jesus, you also have the job of being an ambassador. We, we call to others to be reconciled to God. Verse 19, that is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself. Right, The world that is at enmity, the, the world that hates God, he loves the world so much. And we've talked about that several times. Think about John 3.16, Romans 5.8, that he would come and he would save the world through Jesus, those who look to him in faith. So reconcile the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And that is because the verse is going to come up here later, and we'll get into that in a moment. And entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. So we have this glorious gospel by which we've been saved. And it's good news that we go out to others and say, In Christ, God will not hold your sins against you. Be reconciled to Him. Come to Him in faith. We plead with them. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making His appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. I think for me, that sometimes that's lacking if I'm being an honest evaluation of the times when I share the gospel, when I evangelize, I sometimes lack this. Paul says we implore people, we plead with them, be reconciled to God. He's your only hope. 
is sometimes I feel like, hey, you know, it's almost like um, I'm offering a sandwich. Hey, it's a pretty good sandwich. I think you'll like it, but, you know, do what you will. We're talking about eternal life here. Be implored. To, to, we implore you, be reconciled to God. And here, here is this, uh, uh, this wonderful verse, one of my favorite verses in the Bible that Paul writes here, and just a great explanation of the, of the gospel here. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is why in, in earlier he says that he is not counting their trespasses against them. Because if you look to Jesus by faith, there's this great exchange that happens that Jesus gives you his righteousness. He takes your sin, this trade, right? So that when Jesus was on the cross, he bore the unmitigated, the full wrath of God. The wages of sin is death. Jesus was innocent three times. Pilate would say that I find no guilt in him. He's innocent. And yet he took on the penalty, the punishment of sin, so that sinners who look to him by faith may receive his righteousness. Jesus' perfect record of righteousness can be yours if you look to him by faith. You can know the forgiveness of sins and have his righteousness, so that when God sees you, he sees the work of his Son, in whom he is well pleased. And this awesome work, he has done this for you. How can we not go out and share as his ambassadors? We implore you, be reconciled to God.